Hello and welcome to the Rookies F1 podcast. My name is Chloe. And my name is Rachel. We are Formula One fans that know a little and talk a lot. So whilst our technical knowledge may be lacking, our opinions certainly are not. So join us as we talk about Formula One and all of the joy, as well as pain, it brings us. (laughs) And probably Nicholas Latifi as well. (laughs) So, (laughs) what a week. Oh my gosh. I was just saying to Chloe before we started recording this, I don't know what compelled me to schedule in the predictions episode last week Um, because at first it was kind of like oh well do we need an extra week between when testing starts turns out we did (laughs) there has been a lot (laughs) a lot that's gone on in the past week so much going on oh my gosh lewis hamilton he's he's period (laughs) he's back (laughs) he's back Oh my lot I don't you know, it's just so much has happened. So much to get through. So in this episode we are just gonna talk a lot about the news of the past week and delivery reveals. Mm-hmm. And maybe a few controversial opinions. <laughs> yeah, because controversial opinions was originally meant to be the plan for this episode, but I don't think we'll have much time for them because there is so many things to talk about. But I can throw a few in now, if you're willing to hear them. Go for it. Go on. I really don't care about Monaco. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I really don't care about Monaco. (laughs) Out the gate with that one. boring it is boring it's boring like we we look at other tracks right we'll look at like the french gp paul ricard and we'll go eh, boring at least we get racing how many overtakes was there at last year's monaco gp chloe i couldn't tell one you. <laughs> there was one it was mick schumacher on nikki and mazapin round the hairpin that was it <laughs> And people go, yeah, but the qualifying's exciting. Qualifying's exciting at any circuit. (laughs) The only thing that made last year's Monaco GP exciting was the fact there wasn't a Mercedes driver on the podium. But part of the reason for that was because someone went in at Valtteri's wheel with their wheel gun at a slight angle and it blooming stuck onto the car. (laughs) Do you know what? That was why it was exciting, but it wasn't... It wasn't anything to do with the race. That could have happened in any track. Like, Yeah, but I'm know. so just... glad that whole wheel nut fiasco happened at Monaco because at least it gave Monaco yeah, true, something. Yeah. <laughs> true. <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't say I'm a mashinate, mashinately, that's mashinate. a new word. Massively I'm so passionate <laughs> um, about Monaco, but it is the spectacle it is the history, it is the glamour, and um, if someone was like, here, have a ticket for Monaco, I'd be like, get me oh, on yeah, that yeah. plane. Oh yeah, yeah, my opinion would be very different 
if someone was taking me to Monaco. Because I feel like if you're there, wow. And sure, it's pretty. But like, watching it on TV, Baku's pretty. And stuff actually happens at Baku. <laughs> A lot of stuff happens at Baku. So I don't know, I just like, don't, I don't care for, I, and it's like, it just happens. I feel like there's a consensus that everyone knows that Monaco's really boring, but it's just one of those that kind of has to be done. Yeah. It'd no be one weird. Wants to admit it. It'd be weird F one having a season and not going to Monaco at this point. It would be a bit weird. But who knows? Things could change. <laughs> <laughs> and he have all the drivers going, Yeah, it's my home GP like shut up. No it's not. Oh and they're like Charles. Oh I love it. It's here. not yours. I can oh, literally no. walk to my house. It's ten minutes that way, and I'm like, "Oh, good for you. You're rich. You don't pay taxes." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> okay, another one. I don't. This isn't necessarily controversial. I don't think, but I think it's a conversation. There's not one true goat. There's never going to be in F1 one true greatest of all time. Well, if there is, we will never know because the cars are so different. You can't, you can't compare periods. them. And you have different races, different tracks. You have different season lengths. Because, like, you could say, yeah, so-and-so has an 100% um, win rate in a season. I think Michael Schumacher, one of his seasons... Was he on the podium or did he win every race? Have I just made that up? Anyway, I'll I'm take not that sure, out. but surely he couldn't have won <laughs> every race. Surely not. <laughs> and a lot of it, I know a lot of it is driver talent, but a lot of it as well is down to the car. Mm. Like if Lewis Hamilton was driving for Haas for the past ten years. Oh, he was on the podium in every race. I was gonna say, win that would be quite the achievement. <laughs> No, I said it and I was like, that's wrong. That That's wrong. But, um, yeah, you can't compare seasons. And we're never going to have um, Fangio and Senna and Prost and uh, Schumacher and Hamilton all racing against each other. Like, we're not. So, I don't know, people get so caught up over the idea of one there being one greatest of all time. And I'm just like, you just can't, not in this spot. No. You can have favourites and, like, mm. drivers that you think personally are the best in your eyes. but And you can say, like, so-and-so is one of the greatest of all time. I mean, you can say what you want. I can't stop you from saying anything. But <laughs> <laughs> in my eyes, it's like, I could be like, yeah, Lewis Hamilton. If I say Lewis Hamilton is the GOAT, that's not me saying that Michael Schumacher isn't. No. I'm just saying Lewis is in that group, you know? That's valid. Sounds good. Very valid opinion, yeah. Okay, let me find another one. Um, I don't like how hard racing has changed definition, and I think it's happened because of Max Verstappen. You don't like how hard racing has changed its definition? Yeah, I, hard racing, I think, in this past season has come to a point where it's, you have to race where you will crash. Borderline dangerous. Yeah, exactly. Like and I'm like, that's why are we, like, 
late breaking sneaky moves to actually yeah and like people off side, the track. side by side yeah. racing through like it's just become one of the people needs to pull out or there'll be a crash and i don't like it and i think it's happened in i think it's happened because um i think it's happened because people went into the 2021 season wanting a new champion and so they wanted to praise and better justify Max's style of racing. I can hear the charge of Max Verstappen Red Bull fans coming over the hill. <laughs> Man, I It's not that I don't like Max Verstappen. I just think that's happened around him. And I don't think it's a good thing for him necessarily. Because, you know... I, you know, I haven't said this before. It's in my drafts, actually. I think he's surrounded by yes-men who... <laughs> Don't tell him, maybe you shouldn't do that. You know? Yeah. I get oh. it. I think Max is a good driver. Don't get me wrong. Max and Red Bull are so desperate to win that they're just like, whatever it takes. Yeah. Like, I just think about um, Monza when he said, what did he say? Like, that's what, happened when you, that's what happens when you don't leave the space. He said something like that, didn't he? And it yeah. just, I'm like... What kind of, what kind of philosophy, is a team running on here? Like, you know what I mean? I get it. Because really... Checo, yeah, Checo can can race what like race had a few good battles with Lewis throughout the season, but somehow Max and Lewis struggled to really race side by side for long periods of time. I really hope that that's style of hard racing was a thing of the 2021 season like this season i want to see obviously cars following better which they should be able to with the new regs i want to Mm. see them side by side overtaking late braking i don't want to see them pushing each other off the tracks and creating potentially dangerous situations yeah exactly i want like i want like Lewis and Fernando Hungary. I want Lewis and Checo at Turkey. They had a really good battle. I think it was Turkey. Um, you know, I want those kind of even um Lewis and Yuki at Turkey. That was was it Yuki? Yeah, like that kind of battling, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. One more controversial opinion. I like sprint races. Same. <laughs> and Which you know is what? a good thing. It is a good thing. And do you know what? I think I'm going to like them even better this season with the slight alterations yeah. they've made. So, yeah, there was an announcement during the week, among other things, which we will get on to. It was announced there will be three sprint races this season. Which with one at Imola, one yeah. at Austria, and one at Brazil. They will be still setting the grid for the Sunday and points will be offered from first to eighth place going from eight points for first down to one point for eighth. I thought I read, I'm going to have to check this real quick now, that the grid on Friday, well the qualifying on Friday sets the Sunday race and the Saturday sprint race is just for points. 
I thought it was just the Let me check. Friday qualifying sets pole. As in, whoever gets pole on the Friday has pole in the records, but Saturday still sets the grid, which is the one thing, if that's right, if I've got that right, I don't like. So I was hoping that if they brought back sprint racing, it wouldn't be a qualifying thing. But whilst I'm just looking for that as well, I was kind of disappointed because... I wanted to see more than three sprint races. <laughs> mm. um, well, I was just hoping like there'd be one at Silverstone. I would have liked one at Silverstone. But that's a bit just selfish. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. What? And well, I just think about I mean, Fernando Alonso cutting through the field on the first lap. Like, what an icon. Okay, so I'm glad that we're not the only ones confused because I've just typed in and apparently Williams are very confused about the new <laughs> sprint rules. <laughs> right. F1 has also confirmed the record books. Oh, okay. So maybe... Okay, let me read this. F1 has also confirmed the record books will now note the driver who claimed pole position as the driver who finishes the traditional qualifying session on Friday rather than the winner of the sprint race. So the winner of the sprint race still gets pole on Sunday, but pole position on Friday is the one yeah. that counts in the record books. For the sake of statistics. For the yeah. state of statistics. Which I like. Which is, yeah, that makes more sense. Because, yeah, it was a bit frustrating last season. <laughs> it kind of made the Friday qualifying a bit futile. Yeah. But I really like sprint races. I like seeing... I mean, I think we can all agree that the free practice sessions aren't the most thrilling sessions. So just some mm. t every now and then on a Friday, having something like qualifying just to... Yeah, I no, I. that's what I think. It just... It's a bit more exciting. Although, at the same time, I do recognise that we're both students who have more time on a Friday. Yeah. <laughs> to watch stuff like this so for other people who not are for working, long. <laughs> no, shh, be quiet <laughs> quiet chloe we don't think of we don't think of the future um <laughs> uh but i don't know i just i just enjoy it it's a bit more racing i think as i can get why teams would be apprehensive about it but at the same time i don't work for a team i'm just oh a god fan. if i was like a team principal or a mechanic I would hate this sprint race. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hate it. But as a fan, also, I'm here for it. Um, Interesting choice of tracks. Obviously, Brazil, we know that will be good because Brazil 2021, but I mean, Lewis Hamilton, 20th to... Where did he get up to? Fifth? Like, <laughs> madness. So we know that'll be good. Austria should be good. You know, Austria's been a fine track. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy for it. <laughs> Imola. Interesting. I do wonder if they were inspired slightly by Lewis. Lewis's sort of fight with Lando and all that at Imola last season. But I also wonder if it suggests they think there'll be better racing there with the new cars. Maybe. Yeah, I th at the same time as well, they'll be wanting to spread the sprint races out. Like, I recognise yeah. that. But 
Yeah, I don't know. I would have liked... I maybe would have rather, instead of Austria, it was Monza. Because I recognise that that's probably the middle of the season. I, I, I don't know. can't remember what the calendar looks like now. I would have rather Monza just because I thought Monza was quite fun last year. But at the same time, maybe I think that because Valtteri Bottas won it. Yeah, and maybe they're like, we can't have two Italian sprint races. Yeah, true, true, true. Um, another thing that got announced um, with along with the sprint races was... Spartings! That's what I have down in my notes. So they announced that in order for a race to be a race, there must be two laps not behind safety car. And then they announced a number of progressions in terms of how many laps need to be completed for however many points. Very nice, very good. Yeah. So it's basically ensuring that spa shouldn't happen again an incident like that and do you know do you know i don't think the people who attended that weekend i don't think they got a refund no which is mad it's gross isn't it it's gross like you come to f1 for the sunday race even if you've bought a weekend ticket the whole point is for the sunday race and to not even have a race and, you know, they were stood in those conditions for hours and hours and hours waiting for something. And for that to happen and then not even to get a refund, it's just disgusting. It's mad. It is shocking. I just remember sitting there as well watching the TV for so long and I was going to a friend's sort of birthday gathering. And I'm waiting, 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 waiting till I can leave, like last minute leaving, watching it. I'm there watching my phone and then it's just like two laps behind safety car George Russell's on the podium it shouldn't it should never have happened points you know nothing should have and then for the rest of the season we got them really annoying half points on the table (laughs) but I mean Lewis, Max and Carlos right they were the ones with the 0.5 half points oh disgusting so there was also one other thing that got announced, if I remember right. Um, just a little thing. Um, what could it have been? Hmm. Did someone did someone get um, sacked this week? Did, did someone lose their job? Oh. Who, what, uh, what's his What's his name? The guy. Um, wasn't it the guy? The guy. Um, was it the guy that said that thing to to Toto Wolf? The, no, Michael, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it the, has happened. The moment we have all been waiting for. <laughs> Michael Massey is no longer race director. Woo! <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, on a personal level, I do feel bad <laughs> that he has lost his job. Like, that's never nice. But in the name of he F1... He was bad at it, though. 
<laughs> in the name of F1 and for the integrity of the sport, it needed to happen. There was no other choice there. So instead, by the looks of it, he's being replaced by two guys. Two. And the two. job's going to be kind of shared. And then there's going to be like another guy who's like there. There. <laughs> Like checking, um, yeah, um, but it's going to be interesting. Wow. It is going to be interesting, and I know a lot of people aren't happy about the appointment of the one director because he ruled <laughs> on. I mean, <laughs> we really should have written down names. We're just like the let, one let me guy. get the names up. Oh wow! Of just I can't guys. believe it's actually happened. Cannot believe they've they've actually done it can't believe you've just done this can't believe you've done this <laughs> ow <laughs> okay i've got their names i've never heard them pronounced before <laughs> go for it chloe because i know how good at pronunciation you are <laughs> okay so the one guy yeah eduardo fritas he Sounds has been good. race director for the FIA World Endurance Championship for 20 years. So mm -hmm. he is the most experienced official at that level in global motorsport. And he is responsible for the iconic Le Mans 24-hour race. Ooh. Known for his no-nonsense approach, the 60-year-old... <laughs> has managed to balance the complex demands of 60 or more cars in four different classes in a single long distance race and in challenging conditions. So, Eduardo, you're sounding qualified. <laughs> no, Eduardo, you can't do this. <laughs> um, he was actually no part idea. of the F1 race direction team for the 2020 Portuguese Grand Prix, his home event. So he has a little bit of F1 He's experience. He's Portuguese. Yeah. Ooh. Right, yeah. and the other one. <laughs> okay, so Eduardo's going to alternate the role with a man called Niels Vitic. Sounds good. <laughs> We're going to go with it. <laughs> so this man had already been appointed as Massey's deputy in F1 and he's the race director <laughs> for the sorry it just talk <laughs> about like cowboys like howdy deputy deputy <laughs> it's um, like him and Michael Massey have had a duel you know where yeah. they have to turn around and like that's it that's what happens that's canon to <laughs> F1 law so he has previously been race director for the F2 and F3 support series He's had a bit of experience in Formula E. Oh, we know how well Formula E goes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, and he was the full-time race director for the DTM series last year. Which <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> I know is not very um, popular. <laughs> so both of them are going to rely on the support of another guy called Herbie Blash. <laughs> Oh, hi, Herbie. 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 Um, now, Blash is no stranger to F1, and he has worked for years with good old Charlie Whiting, mm. who sadly passed away a few years ago. 
but Blash was deputy to Charlie Whiting, so he has he has experience. Okay. So that's going to be an interesting dynamic. Yeah, hopefully a good dynamic. Um, what I'm intrigued in now is the report whenever it gets dropped because by firing Michael Massey you would assume they're admitting that something that he got it wrong but I also wouldn't put it past the FIA to just be like yeah we just wanted change <laughs> rather than admitting any wrongdoing I don't think they're going to admit to wrongdoing they're just going to be like it's, we felt like yeah, it was it's time for change <laughs> yeah I know and it's we're sort of in this awkward position now of they find Michael Massey and if they admit they've done it wrong if they admit something went wrong in the final laps of Abu Dhabi then Lewis should be champion but also at this point take it away from Max like it's a difficult scenario because I also I think about a lot I'm like I know it wouldn't exactly be completely going along with the rules but they could have red flagged it I think and if they've red flagged it we wouldn't know who would come out of that on top and I think that's what in my head makes me go we like can we say with 100% certainty that Lewis should have been champion we can't even say had the cars not been unlapped had they made that decision earlier, we can't say that Max wouldn't have made his way through. It's I, I think the way that it ended specifically, like yeah, I don't know. It's it's a really annoying, weird position where everyone kind of loses out no matter yeah. what happens, I think. Because uh, Max is forever gonna have like an asterisk next to this championship and Lewis won't have it. But then even if Lewis gets it, there's an asterisk next to it. Like you know, when people say, like you've just said, they should have red flagged it, what some other people are like, well, you know, you say that with hindsight in the minute, you know. But the thing is, from the get-go, he knew that that race had to finish in a f- certain way. Like, he knew it had to be entertaining, it had to be worthwhile, it couldn't just, you know, it couldn't finish poorly. And he knew that he wanted to end on a spectacle. He knew that. So red flagging would have been the best thing. Yeah. Uh, there like, was n- no point... Do- oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just so frustrating. Like, I just think back to Baku. Like, remember that last that lap at Baku? When it was just... Wow. Amazing. We could have had a Baku. Like and and it's like I said, we couldn't guarantee that Lewis would win that, but we would have had Max and Lewis. It would have been a bit more fair, like on similar tires. Like, oh, Michael Massey, why did you have to do the thing you did? It should never have happened. And obviously, nothing of this is down to Nicholas Latifi. We do not. Yes. Don't slander. Don't slander him. It's not his fault. He was pushing as he should as an F1 driver. And the fact that he had to hire security 
over the winter period because he felt like it was necessary for his own safety is shocking. <laughs> yeah. Don't send hate to anyone. Literally, just like, don't. <laughs> like, Be why, kind. <laughs> you know, some, oh, some people are I tell you what. Horrible. We're active on F1 Twitter as well. And I... I enjoy F1 Twitter, it's a nice community, but now more than ever before, it's really starting to uh, frustrate me a bit, because it's just so polarised, 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 but it's like, constantly, it's Team LH, and the Max fans attacking each other constantly. Like, I miss the this days of just, like, taking the mick out of drivers and stuff for memes and stuff. I don't want to... Like, it's light-hearted fun. Everyone just... I know. Be nice. Oh, some people are just horrible. They are. And talking of memes, um, <laughs> another thing announced. Teams will no longer have direct contact with the race director (laughs) good Good, and i'm pretty sure that there's going to be no team radio or whatever broadcast on the i'm fine with that i'm fine with it i I enjoyed it whilst it lasted but for the integrity of the sport i'm fine with that (laughs) Was it entertaining? Yes. Will the sport be better without it? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> it's one of them. Um, what? Another thing. F1 style VAR. Yeah. This intrigues me. I want to know more about this because I've been thinking about this. Right. What? Do, what are they checking? Because you look at like VAR in football. It's often you're looking at offsides whether ball's going the goal. Stuff that's kind of like strict liability, right? Rugby has TMO and it's often for, you know, you get things that happen really quickly. So you get a high tackle, you're checking it and they're going through criteria. What will this video referee in F1 be checking? What Are they going to make certain things strict liability? Because I was thinking back to the end of Abu Dhabi. You know how, how Mercedes complained that Max Verstappen had overtaken Lewis Hamilton? under the safety car does stuff like that now become strict liability because uh, the FIA said to that he didn't gain an advantage but do we now look at it and have a line and go he's in front of that that's a penalty that's what I'm conf- like want to know more about <laughs> well maybe I'm being a bit stupid but hasn't VAR in F1 kind of always existed. Like when well, that's a, what I thought. When, You've got the when stewards. an incident goes to a stewards, they are replaying footage to make a decision, and isn't that basically VAR? Exactly. Well, that's what I thought as well. So I, I do. Like, I do need to. I'm just look really into com- confused more. as to how will it work. Will it be a kind of thing of there'll be lines and it'll be just like, if you're over this, is it something like the teams can put in a thing? Check this. And then they don't. They only have one per race, or I don't know. It, it's a very vague concept that I think we need to know more about. I don't think they've released much on it at the minute, have they? No. But no. we will learn. We will get to know. <laughs> okay. Other things that have happened this week. Now that we've done with the FIA stuff, 
Um, just a reminder, Michael Massey is out of his job. Oh, actually, before we move on, reminder. nice little point that you were talking about back then about how we don't hate on drivers. F1 has announced that the whole We Race as One segment is not happening. Oh. The whole paying their respects before the race, that's not happening. Um, and I know Seb has been quite outspoken recently saying... He hopes that as drivers are still away, that they could find the time or something to do something. Um, yeah. I don't know. Because it's, they said when they were taking it out, they're like, yeah, now's not the time for gestures. It's like for actions. And I'm like, what actions are you taking? It's just so frustrating because even the last few years that it was going on, you knew that it was kind of lackluster like it was a show thing yeah f1 performative <laughs> activism at its best <laughs> this is completely irrelevant but you know how we've had storm Eunice here yes so the uk has been battered by wind and rain that past few days um i had snow yesterday love that for you it has rained so hard here that the path outside my window is completely <laughs> flooded and I've just been watching people <laughs> like like jump as far as they can over it <laughs> and a lot of people getting wet feet I should do one of them TikToks when you like rate right. <laughs> yeah you should poor effort <laughs> to be fair like it's been raining a bit here but because I'm further north it's not been also um, terrible if you're listening, and especially on Friday, if you tuned in to Big Jet TV, <laughs> let me know because, honestly, the most entertaining, uh, most entertaining thing I have seen all year. I I feel like I missed out because I had seminars and stuff on. I watched. So I just like I've I've. I, was, I missed out and it was so fun because F1 Twitter like the majority of people had tuned in <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was like oh it was just great it was great although I am going to gatekeep and say that I was subscribed to Bidjet TV before Storm Eunice <laughs> 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 I'm a cool dude you're not like other girls. I'm not really. like other girls. I watch planes land. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, sorry. What were we on about? Uh, we were on about... Racism. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and we moved on to planes. Okay. Yeah, we racers won, I think. Um, F1 taking it away. Bad bad move. I think they're still going to... Activism. Yeah. I think they're still going to, especially the drivers, the ones who want to kneel, I think Lewis is still going to do it. He's just going to, whether that's just before the anthem or just after the anthem for for a few moments, it's still going to happen. Yeah. And also, Lewis just constantly amazes me. All of his initiatives and everything. Like, when he started these programs a few years ago to now you are already seeing a bit of a difference in the diversity of the mercedes team 
in particular and it's just amazing like genuinely incredible what an icon literally Lewis Hamilton's great isn't he if Lewis Hamilton wasn't in the sport at the minute the sport would not be progressing as much as it is we racers won that whole thing wouldn't have even been a thing let alone been able to stop like so yes clap for let's have a clap for lewis hamilton perfect more news in news that shocked absolutely no one big man otmar is team principal of alpine wow didn't see that one coming <laughs> wow so we're back to when he put out that statement being like don't know why i'm connected with alpine i'm not going there and then went there liar <laughs> <laughs> an interesting move so, no someone no someone should take <laughs> sorry i just thought someone should take a clip from like drive to survive last series with like otmar and lawrence in um, That's, maybe yeah. the one where he's like looking at the thing and then have the TikTok sound where it's like back, 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 stab. <laughs> you should do that. You should do that. I should do that. Um, I'll try. Maybe I'll try and do that. I'll try and make an edit. <laughs> but I was thinking maybe one of the reasons why he decided to leave was because potentially of Lawrence. <laughs> maybe because look, Lawrence is an incredibly I am in, powerful I am guy. in awe of Lawrence Stroll. Like, he has a presence. <laughs> but if I was Otmar working under <laughs> Lawrence, I would hate my life. <laughs> ah, Lawrence Stroll is an icon. I don't take any criticism. <laughs> I do not blame Otmar at all for jumping ship. <laughs> He's like, you know what, that's that, not my problem. <laughs> either that or Alpine had the, had the moolah. And Otmar, I think, good, good, good decision by Alpine. Otmar, I think, is a solid team principal. <laughs> and I'm excited for the Alpine. I am. Yeah. I'm, I, I keep hearing, like, conflicting things about it, so I'm, I'm excited to see how it does. Like, I mean, not like we'll know what happens at Barcelona testing, but... I am just begging and praying that someone is going to send a drone over or something just do it do it for one way or another barcelona testing is not gonna escape a leak like there is going to be some kind of leaks coming out there is no way that it cannot go ahead without a leak it's just too big of a thing surely Surely, I hope it. I hope it gets leaked. I hope every. I hope all the timings get leaked. Like, I just can't believe we're not even getting timings. No, it's so frustrating. It is so frustrating. Ah, like, oh, what? How? How annoying. <laughs> and again, I know we discussed this last week, but why? Like, what is this down to? Is this down to, you know, because the regs are so different the teams themselves just want that week to get their head around things or is it an f1 thing or is it a bahrain thing so i said i i lean on it being a bahrain thing i i lean on it being bahrain said we want to we want exclusive testing right first 
So, because also I've seen stuff earlier today actually saying about F1's contemplating going back to three-day testing. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting because could it could Bahrain have been stricken up? Strick it stricken? Could Bahrain have striked? Struck? Could Bahrain have made a deal <laughs> with the FIA to be like, just testing with us, please. Thanks. Here's the money. Bam. Mm. We'll see. But you know what? Next week, because um, Barcelona testing is happening this week. Wow. So hopefully next week we'll have stuff to talk about from it. Hopefully. But other news, another circuit, circuit of the Americas. God, there's so much news this news. week. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, we're 45 minutes in and we haven't even talked about the Liverans. <laughs> oh, I know, exactly. But yeah, a few more years for, for Cota. What is it, till 2026 yeah. or 5? Which, or? 2026, which, bit surprising because there were rumours that it wasn't going to be in Austin for much more. Especially with like the Miami circuit and stuff, but yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind it. I like the vibes of yeah. I'm happy. Kota. So yeah. Kota. Yeah. You can also you can talking of Miami. Have you seen the plans? Miami. Like I was on oh, about uh, Monaco. Beach. Yeah, I was on about Monaco being a spectacle. Miami. They're I know, Miami's going to take over. <laughs> in the middle of the track, they are thinking of creating, like, a beach club with yachts oh. in. So they're going to have to, like, create a body of water in the middle of this track and then crane these yachts over the circuit into this pond, essentially. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what I'm saying is someone get us tickets. <laughs> oh, my God goodness and you know what miami is actually happening sooner than i think like oh yeah well it's coming up isn't it it's one of the early races in the season it is the um 6th to the 8th of may so yeah first half of the season one two three four fifth race of the season my god i'm so excited to see it the racing probably not going to be the best, but they are going all out in Miami. Look, if I get to see some people just chilling on a beach, like every so often, a beach in the circuit, like that's that's amusing for me. There is what's that noise? I have no idea. <laughs> you know what? Outside. I don't know. I don't know if it's picked up on on your microphone, but for one brief brief second through my headphones it sounded like um one of the notes in my heart will go on just before it starts like that like it just had that note and i was like i was like is that your phone or but then that come from outside i have no idea (laughs) maybe it's the wind what one of the um livery launches this week I heard the TARDIS man. <laughs> the TARDIS man? <laughs> I think it was He's the Williams. He's called the Doctor. <laughs> I think it was the Williams, and if you watch it back, you hear the... You know, the... Mm. Y- y- 
Yeah, I know what you mean. Cool. Anyway, Miami's happening, and yeah, <laughs> more news, more news. Of course, there's more news. Doesn't stop. Andretti. Ah, oh, yes, I forgot. Yes, very exciting. But don't get too excited because we don't know exactly what's happening with it. Potentially, potentially we could we could be getting a new team entering the sport for the twenty twenty four season. However, it's not set in stone. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of a weird like I think Mario and Andretti or whoever runs his account tweeted that they're looking to do it. They're looking. Michael Andretti's looking to put in. Uh, a bid, and he's done an interview saying, you know, they're prepared to pay the fee and all that, but the FIA have been like, no, and it's hard to tell whether the FIA are being like, no, we're not, we're not going to let anyone enter, or whether they're just being secretive, but I really hope it's not that they're not letting anyone enter, because that is It's a bit rubbish. I want to see more teams, I want to see more drivers. Yeah. Hey, I, I saw Colton Herter's name, Mario Andretti, during an interview, did put out Colton Herter's name, IndyCar driver, which, that was quite exciting. Also, you know who's driving for Andretti in IndyCar this coming season? Roman Grosjean. <laughs> it's a circle, it's a circle of motorsport. <laughs> as well um obviously if f1 do want to keep expanding in the united states and building an american audience this sounds like the perfect opportunity for them but but chloe there's already an american team on the grid (laughs) but for how long also talking about that last year last season everyone was adamant that Gene Hass was out. Yeah. Remember, remember, there was that tweet that, oh my God, one of the teams are going to go for a major rebrand ahead of next season, and everyone was like, mm. it's got to be Hass. It's got to be Hass. You know, the ukulele sponsor has got. To, <laughs> I'm never gonna get that, <laughs> and I don't even care. Uralkali. Um, the sponsor is gonna buy the majority stake in the team. It's gonna be a complete change of ownership but nothing really came of that Gene has is hanging on Gene has is hanging on for now (laughs) so is Gunther Steiner my dude is if Drive to Survive didn't exist I question whether Gunther Steiner would still be oh my goodness he would not be (laughs) and I was going to say that this upcoming season is going to be the make or break season for Haas but who am I kidding? Like the last couple of seasons have been make or break for Haas. <laughs> like, is one of them? Even if they come last, is anything drastically going to change? I at don't least know. they can't disappoint. They can't get any worse. They literally yeah, cannot they, get any worse unless they, they got, DNF most races. Yeah. It can't get any worse. If for they Haas. can't finish a season because they've DNF so many races and they've. They don't have the money to make more parts. But, right, let's move on from the news. Yes. And move on to car reveals. Yes. So. And we'll start with the first one. 
which was Alpha, Alpha Tauri. That happened quite early. I think I woke yeah, up to early. that one. Yeah, I was on the bus. But it was brief. It was quick. It wasn't a live stream where they spoke for ages beforehand. I appreciated it. I appreciated it. It's not I necessary. I also appreciate the car. Yeah. Mm. So, as a avid Alpha Tauri fan, what are your thoughts oh, on the livery? I do like it. You do I, do. Like I mean, it. I think these new cars look nicer anyway. But they just, like, with the Alpha Tauri car, they've put in a bit more white. They've made it more like a white background with the they blue on it rather than like, blue background with yeah, the white on it. Haven't they essentially, like, flipped the livery? So the uh, bits that kind were of. white are now navy and it's kind of... Um, kind of. There's just a lot more white. But I like that. I think it's really pretty. I think Alpha Tauri can't really go wrong because I think they just have quite classy branding and colours anyway. But yeah, I I really like the Alpha Tauri. There's an Alpha Tauri store opening in London. <laughs> Is there? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have the money to buy their clothes. It'd be cool to see if they had like a, a model car or anything in the store or... I don't know. Mm. It's London. London. So yeah, Alpha Tauri. Out of ten. Alpha Tauri. Oh, Chloe, don't do that to me. I've got to. We've got to spice things up a bit. Oh no, I don't know. Can I put it? Can I say like, it's not as good as the Aston Martin. No, no. We'll, we're going to do that later. But it's out of ten. Oh, Chloe, I can't give it out of ten. Chloe, no. <laughs> just not gonna i'm just gonna leave i'm not gonna say i anything. would you give it anything. i would give it a six a six is better than a six a seven then i am just i don't think when it comes to like rating out of 10 i'm quite stingy like unless something absolutely knocks my socks off i'm not gonna rate it high but you know navy and white I like the colour scheme. Let's move on. Williams. <laughs> okay. She's not going to give me a rating. <laughs> um, okay. So it was the Williams launch that I thought sounds like the TARDIS. Nicholas Latifi was there. Nicholas Latifi was playing peekaboo with that car. If you <laughs> it was interesting because they put out those pictures before and we see their suits. And there's a little bit of like red or dark pink. It was kind of hard to tell. And then on those suits, they oh, put out like a picture of Nikki like holding up the sheet, and you see the front wing, and you see if you if you turn your brightness up to the very max and zoomed <laughs> in, <laughs> you could see like a bit of color on there. And before yeah. they launched the car, in like their like preview talky video. They were like, oh, there's some new colour on this car. Yeah. So I assumed yellow, because why wouldn't you? It's Williams. <laughs> Turns out there's red on the car. My favourite thing is Yoskopito's explanation. Why is there red on the car? British. <laughs> British. Red is British. British. Okay. <laughs> I was not... Like, if I had a bingo sheet, I was not expecting red to be on the Williams. 
No, but maybe we should have because British. That was a hundred percent the choice of Williams's new board of directors. Also yeah. on the board is the man who is married to Pipple Middleton, so he's practically oh. royalty. Practically. <laughs> so yeah. the red was essential. Um, but yeah, the Williams car, when it first got unveiled, I was a bit like, I don't know how I feel about this, but it's grown on me since. May, ever since. And I quite like it now. I am obsessed. Like, I think it's so pretty in the side, on the side part. They're like the almost <laughs> a little bit it's tartan, like prismatic, prismatic Ooh. in the kind of shape of a W. Kind of, it's just so pretty. And then people had the audacity to complain that there's too much space; it's too empty. It's not their fault. Damn. They're lacking sponsors. <laughs> you got you sponsor them then, like. Oh my gosh, like, people complain there's too many sponsors and will complain when there's not enough, like, dang. But overall, I would give that an eight and a half out of ten. Ooh, okay. Ferrari. Okay, so... Slightly overshadowed. (laughs) Brilliant timing. FIA master plan. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Um, release the news of Michael Massey being sacked like moments after the reveal of the Ferrari they were probably hoping that the news could just slip under the radar around the hype of this new Ferrari but no (laughs) yep it uh, got somewhat overshadowed Ferrari it's um, a bit of a darker red and it's got some black to it yeah. The black's interesting. My dad said it was going to have black. How did he know? To be fair, the merch sort of... Yeah, the merch kind of gave it away. Um, mm. But, like, I... Right. I just think that I don't care for red as a colour that much. I would like it more if it was, like, Lightning McQueen red. Yeah, that's... I just like the bright... Oh. The bright, like, shiny red. <laughs> like, I think it's a nice car. I think Ferrari don't really ever get it too wrong. They have... But, like, it, it doesn't... It doesn't stand out to me as one of my favourites. Shout out to Ferrari, though, for their innovation, because their side pods... <gasps> completely different to what some of the other yeah. teams have done. Oh, and you know what's in the side pods? Oh, the some loves. <laughs> the loves. <laughs> the loves. Um, you know, because we're <laughs> technical geniuses now. We know what the loves are. We've taken that word and ran with it. The Return of the loves. <laughs> like, the side pods. I think someone, I saw someone describe them as like a baby bath. Like if you filled it, if you filled it with water and there wasn't any loops, a baby could have a bath Loops. in them. It's you different. Could sit on it. You could sit on it, be a bit uncomfortable, but you could sit on it. I am so interested to see whether these little things are going to have huge performance advantages. 
and I think as the season goes on and as teams find out what's working for some teams they're gonna try and copy so I think the cars are gonna change quite a lot as the season goes on yeah but it'll be it'll be interesting to see what the cars look like for the start of next like the following season compared to what they look like for the start of this one and even then we don't exactly know what the cars are going to look like for this season because teams will be hiding things they'll be changing things making them look different it'll it'll be interesting to see who has been truthful and who's been telling little porky pies the cars we have seen launched not going to be the same cars we see um at the opening race of the season and then final reveal Mercedes Mercedes um, Lewis Hamilton love to see him back I love I love that Natalie Pinkham said to him oh it's so good to have you back you did have us worried and he was like well I didn't say I was going anywhere <laughs> <laughs> I know that was like he never actually said anything. That was just passed around, and I think it got to the point where everyone was like, "Well, it makes sense that he would think about leaving." So, I know, but you did worry us. Um, like Lewis, you you just you went silent. We were, we were worried, but you, you you're allowed to stay silent if you wish to, Lewis. That's not on us to decide whether you should be posting. Exactly. Yeah. And I also appreciated with the launch they introduced their young drivers. Yes. I thought that was really cool. And also yeah. the diversity of their young drivers. Honestly, testament to Lewis Hamilton. We had mm. um a young girl called Luna. I think she was like I can't remember how old she, she was. She was really young. She was, oh, 12. I'm pretty sure she was born in like 2010. Oh my god, that is sickening. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> but the fact that Mercedes are investing in these kids, I am so chuffed. Love to see it. Yeah. What did you think about the car? Right. Interesting, because rumours... Mm. Is it going to stay black? Is it going back to silver? I think there was a consensus that it was going back to silver. But then there was like a few teases that were hinting that maybe it was going to remain fully black. They essentially clickbaited us. They did. it was going to stay black. And I, you know what? I think it left me feeling a bit like, oh. Because I prefer the black to the silver. Oh, me too. And I think... I, I thought at least is it going to be like incorporate both colours quite a lot but it just feels very silver and not that it's bad it's fine no like I don't feel that sh- I, don't, I mean I'm not wow and I'm not uh, I just yeah 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 I mean it is an iconic car like the colour and everything and obviously I think as much as everyone wanted it to stay black I think the Mercedes brand was like, we are the Silver Arrows, you must yeah. go back to silver at any cost. We are, you we are the Silver Arrows. <laughs> I'm glad that they're keeping the black race suits, though. Oh my god, yes. And I'm glad that Williams have changed their race suits so they're not... White. White. <laughs> Poor George Russell. 
he was outed so often last season getting out of his car. (laughs) (laughs) And he'd have, like, a dirty bottom from the seat or whatever. (laughs) What are they putting on them seats? (laughs) But, yeah, Silver, it's all right. Like, it's not bad. I think I would have just preferred that it looked different. It's quite busy. Like, not in the sense of the sponsors, but also the arrows and the stars on the side parts like it is a yeah. busy livery but I don't know maybe it will look really cool out on track mate mm. they're all going to look cool when they're out on the track so what's been your favourite car launched so far over the past couple of weeks my or favorite, a few weeks actually I shouldn't favorite, has, like but my favourite livery so far yeah livery yeah oh Right, just because everyone else is going to say Aston Martin, I'm going Williams. You can say Aston Martin because it's true. It is a good... <laughs> the, only thing, a the only thing that I'm not keen on with the Aston Martin is the Louves. Louves. Louves, the holes. I don't know. It just reminds me a bit of a cheese grater. Louves, uh... Like, you could probably grate <laughs> cheese with that. Is that not a good thing? I mean... I like cheese. I hope if they have a spare one, they test it out. Like, if there's a damaged one, they're like, oh, let's just grate some cheese on this side pod. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd have to get, like, a big block of cheese, to be fair. I'm sure they sell... Oh, they can afford big blocks of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence, do it. It's for science. Get Ted to do it. He's a fan of cheese. He, he was carrying cheese. around cheese last season. Yeah. To rep- what was it representing? Representing something. Didn't need to be cheese, but he did anyway. Yeah, um, Aston Martin's my favourite. I just think... I, ju- I think green's my favourite colour, so... It's just I, a good looking I car. do love the racing green of the Aston Martin. Mm. So, next week... I mean, one of these, by the time this comes out, one of these will actually be revealed, because I think it's tomorrow. Uh, Alpine. And... Alpha Renault. Yeah. And we've seen... Now, both of these could... Could be funky. I'm looking for... Yeah. There's going to be pink on the Alpine. And I think the Alfa Romeo is going black. Oh, I hope it's going black. That'll be fun. They've, they've seen the Mercedes are going silver and they're like, right. <laughs> There's a <laughs> gap in the market. The black. But if, you know what? The Alfa Romeo... I'm more excited to see the Alpine because with the Alfa Romeo, I'm still not... 100% holding out hope they'll be black because I know that they've had like Valtteri Bottas in like the black race suit and stuff but I still wonder if that's just like a testing race suit and they're just then, hiding what the race suits will actually look like what? but if that is what the race suits are going to look like this season then oh my god weren't they both <laughs> pictured nice? in like black Alfa Romeo team shirts though? yeah but it was like fluffy team things I don't know, but like, yeah. Hopefully, it's going black because I think that would be uh, that'd be good looking. Well, the Ferrari's gone a bit black, and if the Ferrari's gone a bit black, I think the Alfa Romeo could go a bit black. And we have seen oh it out on oh track F one. F one's going into its villain era. <laughs> <laughs> it's Valtteri Bottas's <laughs> reputation era. Oh my god! Oh my god! But <laughs> <laughs> I mean. At Mercedes, look what you made me do. <laughs> Come on. 
yeah those will be exciting and we'll be able to talk about both of them on the next podcast which will be very fun i need to photoshop Valtteri's face on taylor swift during her reputation era and it's gonna be <laughs> reputation Valtteri bottas is that a good idea probably not <laughs> <laughs> No, you so, need to yeah. get a picture. You know of him, like with the finger guns, with the fire behind him. Oh, yeah! What a guy! What what a guy! Top lad, Valtteri Bottas. Stop slandering him, please. He's left Mercedes now. Like, <laughs> I honestly think, please, he could go to Alfa Romeo and just absolutely dominate. Oh God, I hope so. That would be so good. That'd be so good. And he's going to be like, Choo-choo. look what you made me do. Sorry, the old Valtteri can't come to the phone right now. <laughs> Why? Because he's dead. Ah! <laughs> oh, it's going to be so fun. Anyway, that's it, I think, for this episode of The Rookies. So. There's I been think, so much news. I think we've covered everything. Um, yeah. But yeah. Probably. What are we talking about next week? Hopefully, Barcelona testing what we know from it, but yeah, let's. If, if not, it'll just be just chatting about what we think happened at Barcelona testing. If we find out nothing, we'll just make up a narrative. We'll figure something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to keep up to date with the podcast, then make sure to follow us on our socials at the Rookies F1 Podcast on Instagram. And at the Rookies F1 on Twitter and YouTube. And make sure to tune in next week and have a simply lovely day. day. Alright, bye bye. Wow, hopefully the Alpine livery's wonderful. You've already seen it, maybe, if you watched it. I mean, it's out. Guten bye. <laughs>